Page 60 in the Hedigim Masech is getting, and we're going to pick up on the very bottom line of Nun Tes Amud Beis 59b with Shalchulei. All right, now we're going through various things that the Chazal instituted because of Darkei Shaloi in order to keep peace, and specifically what we're learning about is the. Uh, establishment of Aliyos. So first person to get an Aliyah to the Torah is a Kayan, then a Levi, then a Yisrael. So, and why? So now, this that a Kayan goes first, Beseder, we got it. This that a Kayan goes later, we got that too. What about Yisraelim? There's a lot of Yisraelim around town. And now, even if a Kayan goes first and a Levi goes second, what we want to discuss is which Yisrael should go first. All right, which Yisrael should go first? That's going to be the Shaila of the Gemara. So here we go. Very bottom line of Nun Tes Amud Beis. Shol Chulei B'nei Galila L'Rebi Chelboi. The people from the Galil sent a question to Rebi Chelboi. Bottom word on Nun Tes. Acharehen, after the Kahanim and Levian, top of today's daf, Mikairim, who should get Shlishi? Who gets the third aliyah right after the Kayan and Levi? Shalai have a biyadi, didn't, it wasn't in his hand. He didn't know the answer. Also, Bashayla, Rav Yitzhak Nafka, they sent the Rav Yitzhak Nafka, Amalei, Achareya, and Kayan, Tamide Chom, Hamamun, and Parnasam, Al Zibur. Shlishi should go to Tamide Chachamim, who hold positions within the Zibur, the Achareya, and then uh, after the next in line, Tamide Chom, Hara Uyim, Lamanai, Parnasam, Al Zibur. See, there's not always enough positions for everybody to go around. Just because you don't have a position doesn't mean you're not worthy of a position. You might be a very chashra person. There's no positions available. So Shlishi goes to the ones who have the positions of leadership. And then after that, either Ravi or if the people in positions of leadership are not there, who's next in line to take that Shlishi? People who are fit, Tamidei Chacham, And who's next in line? B'nei Tamidei Chacham, Shabbosei Memun, Prasim, I, what the kids do, why do they get the next aliyah? At a covered for their parents. I do with the kids. At a covered for their parents. Vacharayim, Rashi, Knesias. And then the, those who help run the base of Knesses. Yeah, those who are involved also. Vachol Adam. And then, uh, the, the, then uh, all people. Meaning there's no specific order once you get past that. Shochle Benegul, Rav Chalba, the Benegul, also sent to Rav Chalba, Ma'al, the Kresba, Chamush, and Benegul, What's the halacha about reading from Chumashim in front, uh, in front of the Tzibor? He says, He didn't know. Okay, the Shiloh was. That if, can you have a Chumash? Now remember, the Shiloh is presented before the printing press. So even the Chumashim were written, uh, were, you know, were written with, uh, on parchment, with ink and quill. It just wasn't following all these, uh, all these halachas. Okay. So, you know, it was a regular, regular writing without any specific uh, halacha. So, can you use this for the reading in Shul? He didn't know us. He also didn't know us. And so they went and asked the yeshiva. In the yeshiva, that's where you have debate. That's where you come out with the most emes. And they answered it from Rashul Barachmini's statement, the name of Rashul you have a Sefer Torah that's missing, a Yeria Achas, one section of parchment, it's not fit to be used for the uh, Kriya Satera in, uh, in the Shul. And therefore, 
you can't use uh, a chumash from the chamisha chumshayter. Again, you know what we're dealing with is either you have all chamisha chumshayter, all the chumashim written just without the proper mahalach lesirter and all that, or what if you have, uh, you know, they have us with neviim, they have they have uh, scrolls where it's safer Yeshua. So what if I have a scroll that's safer bracious and it's parshas l'nayach? So can I use a safer bracious scroll for parshas l'nayach? So he says you're not allowed to do it because if you have a whole safer Torah missing one parchment. That's not good. If you have a whole safer missing four other svarim, it shouldn't be valid to read in public. Says this is not the If you have an entire Hamisha Khumshaitara written and it's missing one thing of parchment, that's a problem because it's missing. But over here it's not because you're missing anything because it has a complete safer bracious. So that's Ultimately, halakhically, he says more, you still cannot read from a scroll that has a single safer because of Kavar When it comes to Atzibur, you do the best of the best. Yeah? You don't be like, uh, you know, you, you don't do it uh, half-baked. Public uh, Torah reading, you get an entire Chumash, that's proper Kavar Atzibur, we don't do individual Chumash. Okay. The rabbi of Yisdami Tavai Rabbi Yisif also taught us high sefer aftarta sefer of aftarah also lemikri babish Shabbos. You're not allowed to read from them on Shabbos. Now this seems, yeah. What's going on here? My taima deloy nitan likasif. Okay, because you shouldn't have it written in the first place. The Gemara is saying like this. Let's say I have a scroll. That only has the Haftiris without the rest of Navi in it. So the Gemara says you shouldn't do that because you should because you're not supposed to write it that way in the first place. You can't just have a scroll only of Haftiris. It should be a whole Navi, and then you read a portion of Navi. You should know it's Muktzah. My time, the Holy Chazi the because you're not allowed to use it. So it's muktzah. Vallahi, it's not the halacha. Shari the tatule, it's certainly mutter. It's not muktzah. Vishari the mikrabe. And you can even use a scroll that has only half tyrus. The Rav Yechen of Shimon ben Lakish, Mani Besifra, that got it to Beshabata. They studied from a sifra that got it on Shabbos. Vahalai nichta lita the kasi. If you say the same thing about Agadita, yeah, so it's not meant to be written down. So how could they hold a book of Agadita on Shabbos? Or rather, they're allowed to do this. Kivon sends Deloy Efsher. Yeah, that uh, they, they didn't know it by heart. So there's a mitzvah to learn Torah. You don't know it by heart. So you're allowed to do it. Since, not, and we have this even nowadays, right? Since... Um, not uh, not everybody is able to have all of Navi written down on Svarim. If needed, you can have a sefer that has only uh, that has only half tires. Okay. Next gemara. Bomini Abai Meraba. By a question from Raba. Now, just before we get to what halacha lemaisa. We'll get the next gemara. Halacha lemaisa. Practically speaking, what we do in shuls is, it's more ideal to use a safer that has all of navi, as opposed to using a safer only of haftaris, because you see from this gemara that ideally, it's more kavadik. It's more about kavadik 
to have everything together. So even if you're not going to have it written in parchment, but to have a whole Tanakh and read from a whole Tanakh, Stambazay, we see this idea, this concept, it's more of a Kavadik for the Tzibur. Now, if let's say you don't have one, okay. If you don't have one, you don't have one. And then if you just have a Sefer of the Aftiris, it's a Seder. But the Chathila, if you don't have a cloth, you should read from a Tanakh. All right. Bomani Abayim, Rabba, Bayis, the question searching for information from Rabba. Mahu Lichtai Megillah, Latina, Kamalamidba, can write a Megillah for a child to learn from. Okay. In other words, if I'm writing a Chumash, should I have everything written together? Or can I just write specific parts? See, by the Mandamar, Tara, Megillah, Megillah, Nitna. This is according to the, we're asking according to the opinion who says that the Torah was given down as a Megillah, as a scroll. And see, by the Mandamar, Tara, Chasuma, Nitna, the Torah was given down, Chasuma, completely sealed, meaning all of it together. Now, the Gemara explains the question. See, by the Mandamar, Tara, Megillah, Megillah, Nitna, we have a Shaila, if you hold that Torah was given down, Megillah, Megillah, meaning one parchment at a time, one scroll at a time, keeping the Megillah, Megillah, that since it was given down like that, it's a Kaisen. Maybe, uh, are we still allowed to do that, right? In other words, how, how is there given the Kaisen? Were we given first Sefer Bracious, then Sefer Shmais, then by Yikra, then by Midbar, then Devarim? Or was all of it given together? If you're going to say it was one after the other, so then, Kaisen, maybe we're allowed to write it, I don't know, maybe, Kivan the Idbik, Idbik. Once we connected all the Hamisha Chumshetaira for the future also, it has to all be connected and you're not supposed to write individual psukim. That's the Shailah that way. It's also a Shailah if you hold that it was given all at once. Since that it was given down as a Chamisha Chamshitara, you're not allowed to write a part of it. Since you can't write a whole Sefer Torah for each person, maybe you could write different parts at a time. You can't write specific parts of the Torah you have to write everything together. Matam, why? Lafisha in Kaisvin. Because that's the halacha. <laughs> the, the halacha is that um, uh, whether or not you hold that everything was given together, all the Chavish Chavish was given at once, or whether you hold it was given separately, practically speaking, once it was all given, all of it, uh, all of it needs to be done together. And therefore, it's not proper to write smaller Sifrei Torah with only portions of it together. Now keep in mind, we're not dealing with school uh, printouts. We're not dealing with sheets and, and printing. We're dealing with being written on scrolls, right? Are you allowed to write part of a tire on a scroll? Stop. Why? Because for the kids in the class, it says no. If you're going to have things written down on a scroll as a safe tire, it should all be done together. They say that's a challenging question on this. They say, one second. Afi also tabla shalzov. She also made a tablet of gold, Shaparsha Saita Ksubala, that had Parsha Saita written, uh, written on top of it. Okay. See, here's what's going on. So, if you look over here, and let's see which, uh, where we're at in Rashi. A little less than halfway down in Rashi, um, you'll see Dibra Hamaschil Afhi. Taisvis, where it says, Uparshas Acharemos, move all the way across into Rashi and up a line or two. It says, Afhi. So Rashi says, Who's she? Hilani Hamalka, Bemeseches Yumadaf Lamazayim. So Hilani Hamalka, had Parsha Saita written on a golden tablet so that whenever a Saita was brought to the Beis Hamikdash, the Kehanim could just copy it from this tablet and they wouldn't have to 
um, you know, they wouldn't have to uh, uh, copy from a Sefer Torah. So it's kind of like sometimes you walk into shuls and they have on the front, it says, Amen Yehishmei Rabba Mavarach, yeah? You have it in front, so you don't need to look into your sitter. It's Mamish right in front of you. Silani Amalka had the Parsha Saita, which is specific Tzukim, written on top of this tablet. So you see that the fact that she was allowed to have Parsha Saita written upon gold, you're allowed to have part of a Taira inscribed, even if it's not the entire thing. Yeah. In other words, she didn't write Psukim, she just wrote the first letter of Parsha Saita. And this way it reminded the Kayan, oh, yeah. she wrote the Aleph base, like the first letter of each word, and, the, and it wasn't Mamish full Psukim. So Israel, they still challenge the question, when you write the Parsha Saita, it says, how did they write Parsha Saita? They would look at the tablet of Hilani Amalka. So it seems that they mamish copied word for word from the tablet. It seems it was written on it. So says, No, they, they would look at it and the tablet would remind them of the words, but that wasn't literally like, you know, etched over. If they had relations, they didn't have relations. Now, if it says, that means the entire words is written on the tablet. And if the entire words are written on the tablet, that's a proof. You're allowed to write part of a Tyra outside of a Sefer Tyra scroll. Yeah, Seirugan means, you know what? Maybe there wasn't just the Aleph base, the first letter of each word, but every other word was written. Okay. So it was like this. It said uh, im, and then a shin, and then so on and so forth. Right? Word. I'll, uh, well, the first letter of the alphabet is the next word. Whole word. First letter of the alphabet is the next word. But it wasn't a complete pasuk that was written. Okay. Kitanoi. It says Gemara the Ma'aseh to Machlokes Tanoim. Machlokes Tanoim. Whether you're allowed to write part of a tar. You can't write a Torah for a young child to learn from. But if you intend on completing it later, then you could. Which is Sephardic. This is logical, right? You can't write a whole separate Torah at once. So as you write, it's going to be a partial Torah until you actually complete it. So as you write, it's allowed to be learned from. says, If you're writing from Bereshus, you have to keep going until the uh, incident of the of the Dora Mab. Okay? No, you have to the first topic of Sefer Bracious also needs to be written at, at once. Okay. So the, the shiloh over here is whether you need to have the whole Sefer Torah written or whether you just need to write a topic in its entirety. was given down one safer at a time. Shenamar Ozamarti. Then I said, Hine Bossi, behold, I'm coming. The Megillah Safer cost of a lie. Megillah Safer, it's written about me. Yeah? So you see, the Torah was, was written and given as the Megillah Safer, as individual, uh, individual Svar. Okay? Now, by the way, this can also mean not only like Bereshish Shmois Vayikra by Midbar Tvarim, this can mean within Safer Bereshish, right? There's different partios. Even within a specific parsha, so you can have each topic was given down topic by topic. says no. Torah was given down sealed complete. 
It all says, take this book. So it's take it. Take it means all at once. No, that was after everything was connected and connected, uh, was attached. So maybe it was first given at down separately and then connected. Why, what's your proof that it was all given at once? He says that Megillah is referring to Kol Tarakula. What do you see? He said, I saw Megillah Afa. I saw Megillah that was uh, floating. There's eight parshas that were said that, that on the day that Moshe Rabbeinu put up the Mishkan. And therefore, we see from here is all of the different topics and parshas in the Torah are referred to as Svarim. Eluhain, what are they parshas? Let's just learn through this, then we'll take Rabbi Ravinsky's question. Parshas Kayanim, Parshas Leviim, Parshas Tameim, Parshas Shiluach Tameim, Parshas Acharemais, Parshas Shtuyeyayin, Parshas Neirais, and Parshas Para Aduma. Yeah, go ahead. I may be making this up, but didn't we learn in Megillah or another Masechta that goes through a similar question and two answers were given? Either the Torah was given everything on Sinai, and as history was ha- history, sorry, as things were happening, Hakadosh Baruch who told Moshe where to break up the words and the pesukim was one option, and the other option, everything was given up through the story of Sinai, and then Hashem told Moshe to continue writing throughout the forty years in the Midbar when he needed to write things to add to the Torah. Am I making that up? No. But I don't think that's in Megillah. I think that's this Machlaikas. Okay. That's from over here. Because he hasn't said that yet, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. But that's going to be, this is, this is, over here is the Sugya. Elsewhere there's a Sugya concerning the, the last few Parshias of the Torah, whether it's from Maisha Yeshua. I don't recall. I don't recall. Says, the Torah is given over mostly in writing and a little bit was given over. Okay. Now, why? Because a lot of the written things can't be given over just in, in writing. Certain things you mamish need the mouth to explain. Yeah, I've given most of my Torah and it's considered like czar. It's considered like something uh, separate. Okay? It seems foreign to B'nai Yisrael. Most of it is understood. This is Mamish Halik. Yeah, most of the things you don't understand Torah is Al Classic Gemara. Let's go back and forth. What's each one find an issue with the other one's source? Just in, in astonishment. You want me to write most of my Torah? Yeah, it's the Klai is uh, not, not, not attached to it. You see that most of it was done orally. That's only because things that are about Peh are harder to uh, are harder to understand. And therefore, it's letting me know that when you come to certain portions of Torah, you're going to have to Toil in it in order to understand. Darash Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda made a drasha. 
It says, write for yourself, these words, which one is it? Yeah, it's supposed to be given down, should it be given written, or should it be given orally? Whatever, however, Kaddish Baruch Hu transmitted it to us, that's how it has to be transmitted, future for a So all the Tarsha should not be written down. All of, ter- all of Tarsha B'Ksav must be written down. Tabei Rabbi Shmuel Tana, you can't even, you're not allowed to learn Chomish by heart. Tabei Rabbi Shmuel Tana, Eila, what does it mean? Eila, Eila, Atakoisav, Eina Atakoisav, Allahus. Amar Bichon, like Karis, Kaddish Baruch Hu, Brisim Yisrael, Ella Bishol, Dvarim Shabal Peh. The Rabbanisham's ultimate bris, promise between Klaisol is through things that are Baal Peh, which, you know, in order for it to be Baal Peh, you need the Chacham. And the truth is, everything, so many things in life work this way. It's an impossibility to have any sort of Tyra without relying on the way that it is transmitted orally. Just the, just the fact that an Aleph makes a Ah sound and a Gimel makes a G sound is Tyra Shabbat Peh. You can't, you push it, can't have without the Chum being the ones to explain to us our basic alphabet and relying on our, on our Chum for that. You can't understand anything. All right, Viter. Marvin Beis Yashem made Darkei Shalom. We said the Arabs always get in the same house because of Darkei Shalom. When you have an Arab Chatzeris. So everybody comes together, they put one single bread in one location, they shouldn't move. My time, my Mishim covered because of covered. Fahushipura. Yeah, there was a Shipura. There was a, what we call in today's day and age, uh, a siren. Yeah, the Havimekara Bey Rev Yehuda. That we used to go from Rev Yehuda's uh, house, Ubasayf Bey Rava, and ended up being moving to Rabba's house, Ubasayf Bey Rav Yosef, Ubasayf Bey Abay. Ubasayf Bey Rava, you see, moving things around to let people know when it's time for Shabbos. It's not a lack of uh, cover. Things move around. Yeah, life keeps moving, and nothing stays forever. Because Chshad, yeah, if we're going to move where the food for the Erev is, um, if somebody goes to where the Erev usually is and they see that it's moved, they're going to think there's no Erev and people are carrying without an Erev. All right, the next part of the mission of Bar Shuhu Karav La'ama, if you have a bar that's closest to the initial source of irrigation, so first come, first serve. Inmar, we learned, Bnei Nahara, the people who live near the river, Rav Amar Titoish So Maya Bereja. Rav says the ones who are further away should get water first and move your way back. The ones who are higher up get first. Says the Gemara. Bidamezal, when there's a lot of water, Kuliamale Pligi, there's there's no there's no machlaikas at all. What it means no machlaikas at all? What it means is that everybody could just take. There's plenty of water for everybody, so you don't need to go in a specific order. There's never a concern. You have a big river flowing through, so it hate open and close your dam to make it go come into your field whenever you want. So keep the where's there a conversation? Where in order to water your field, you have to make a dam and and shift the water over to your field until you're done. So now everybody else is losing out. So Shmuel, Amar Shmuel says, Eloi Shosumai Beresha. The first come, first serve. Whoever's higher up gets first. Yeah, we're closer. And therefore, we, you know, we're closer to the river. The ones at the end get first. They say, listen, you know, 
um, we're, we're further away, and in order for you guys to make use of the water, you have to build dams. And what right do you have to build a dam for uh, to remove our water? Hence, we got first. The only time you could go ahead and actively do something that could cause harm to another yid is when uh, the other yidden are not going to be harmed when they already have what they need. By the way, there's halavai, we can settle on this and, and, and learn. Machlaikas and Midas over here. Like, who has rights? Major Machlaikas and, you know, if, if somebody else needs something that I also can make use of, when's it right for me to take first? And when's it right to, you know, to take hands off and be like, you know, just let things fall into place and, and, uh, and see where it goes. Shmuel says, first come, first serve. That's, that's tired dick away. And, and uh, Rav says, no, it's not true. It's not first come, first serve. Rav says that the proper Midas way to live is you don't do anything that could possibly harm another Yid until you know that Yid is taken care of. And then once you know the Yid is taken care of, it doesn't make a difference if you're, if you're, uh, if you're close, and each one has its each one's right, each one has its proper approach. To now, we learned in the Mishnah Bar Akarv Lama Masmali Rishim Nei Darki Sholem. So the decree was the first, the, the one closest gets because of Darki Sholem. Tergumah Shmuel Aliba the Rav Ba'ama Masalechas Al Pibayre. This is referring to an Ama, a uh, uh, call it a you know uh, irrigation flow that goes near the opening of of the bar. Okay, since going near the opening of the bar, you could say that nobody has to build a dam in order to fill it up. It's going to go fill up the well, the well anyway. Says Gemara, well, it's going to fill up the well anyway. Yachim, I'm the member. What's the chiddush? But I would have thought to say, Matzi the guy at the end could say, Sachar Mischar. No, you have a chiv to close off your well so that it doesn't take water that's meant to flow down to us. Vashki and and you know. And do the same thing that we do. You take the same risk that we have. Kamash Therefore, the chiddush is that no, we don't. We may tell somebody not to create a dam to hurt somebody else, but the fact that you need to cover yourself up till the guy later gets it—that far, we don't say. We say you don't need to take that kind of loss. Since we didn't state a specific Gavar. Yeah, you could follow. We don't come out with a specific uh, a specific psak over here. Okay. A couple more mices until we get to the two dots on the bottom of the yamud. Here we go. Rasimi Barashi Can you please learn with me? Excuse me. Amarle, Isle Idaladidi. I only have time to learn for myself. So can you teach me Tayra at night? I'm looking for a Khabrusa. Amarle, Isli Mayala Shkuye. I water my fields at night. How about I water your stuff during the day? You have time to make a chavrusa with me at night. You're busy learning by yourself during the day. So you don't have time for me. At night you need to work. I'll do your work during the day so you'll be free to learn me at night. So you got a deal. Alright? This is what happens. So Rasimi went to those who were further, higher up, closer to the water. Those who are at the end should get be able to water first. And he went to the ones at the end. Let them get first. And the, uh, in the meantime, the guys who were 
closer to the irrigation uh, source. Um, I'm sorry. The he, in the meantime, he told the first guys one thing. He told the other guys another thing. Contradiction, and he made sure that Abai's fields were watered. Yeah, see, machstik. That's why nobody took. He got first, and he was able to water Abai's field. He also came in front of Abai. Omar betray I don't understand. You can't be a walking contradiction in halacha. Either the guys lower have a right, the guys upper have a right. And Abai refused to eat any of his fruits that year. Because he felt that the irrigation came through a geneva. There were people from Chermech who dug a irrigation ditch near the Shanvasa. The Adrua, the Shadrua, Bishilhi Nara. And they, they, uh, they made it that it would go into their field, around their field, and right back into the river. Also, Eloy, the Kameida Abaye, Amrulay, Kamaskal, and Aaron. They're slowing down the river because they made, if you look at, uh, right, if you have a straight river and then you, divert the water around so naturally the current is going to slow down and the waters aren't going to come in as stark. And they were complaining that the, the flow is not as robust and it's, it's hurting their fields. They, this uh, added little channel that they made should be made bigger and by making it bigger, it won't really slow down the flow. We can't make it deeper because then our, uh, our own fields will get ruined. Okay, so then uh, get out of here. In other words, take it or leave it. That was his, that was his approach. Yeah? You can't create further channels. And that's going to slow down the water flow. It's going to hurt everybody else's fields that are previously here. Ah, if you fix it up in a way, it's going to hurt your field. Okay, so that's your own problem. That's your own fault. I get in tug. Zilu sliku nafshayo mehosam. Basically saying, uh, have a nice day. Okay, we'll hold it here for tonight. Have a wonderful week. We'll pick up tomorrow morning. Bez on the bottom line. Now, um,